There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Would you be the jerk for having an expectation that you get to meet your grandchild? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for showing a spreadsheet of everything I pay for and showing their dad doesn't do crap? Okay, I'm getting mixed opinions from this. Two kids, 13 and 11. I'm not going to lie, we live a pretty frugal life. All my extra money I make goes into their college accounts or fun weekends. Dad has them once a month and is the fun parent. Can't get his child payments in, but willing to do a surprise trip to Kennywood. It's frustrating, alright. I try not to say anything bad about him, but he's been pushing the narrative that without him and the money he gives me, we wouldn't have the home. It's so false, and now the kids are going well, dad pays for this. My last straw is when the kids told me that it's dad who pays for the home. So I pulled up my budget spreadsheet and it includes all the stuff that he pays for, so child support, and he hasn't paid for the past two months. The kids were upset for being lied to, and the oldest got into an argument with him since she called to confirm. We got into an argument and he's calling me a jerk. My friends are split on this, and I'm wondering if I went too far. I don't understand why OP's friends would be split on this. This is pretty black and white, I would feel. This guy was lying to try to throw OP under the bus and make them look bad. And OP just defended themselves to their kids who were getting a bias against them. I'd love for anybody to explain to me how OP could be the jerk here. This next story is, am I the jerk for buying my husband fries? I, 28-year-old male, and my husband, 28-year-old male, went to a local burger place this weekend for lunch after running errands. He didn't want any fries, just a cheeseburger and a milkshake. I got a combo meal with fries and a soda. I ask him if he's sure, and he says yes. We order, I pay, we sit down. Once we're called up for our food and I come back with it, he almost instantly grabs one of my fries. I told him to knock it off and he kept taking fries and telling me he was only taking a few. I get fed up, went up and paid for a small fry for him, and sat back down. This was all done pretty abruptly and in silence. He muttered, Jesus, and asked me why I couldn't have just shared. I told him because I wanted the amount of fries in a large fry, and he insisted it was fine because he was only taking a couple, but I knew from past experience, about 50% of the time, he'd clear half my plate. I didn't talk to him the entire car ride home, and now he's even angrier at me for giving him the cold shoulder. Am I the jerk for not sharing my fries? I definitely don't think OP is the jerk here. I think this is a very well-established thing in relationships where somebody wants to be a mooch and the other one just wants all of their fries. It's definitely like a go-to tactic, in fact, if you have somebody that likes to pick off your plate, don't even give them the chance. You just order that small side right away when you know they're going to pick at it. That said, I also don't think it's worth it to go cold shoulder mode. I would have loved to have seen OP just be more open and communicative about how they feel and why they did what they did. I just hate seeing something like this become a big deal between partners. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for not giving my husband a single hour off on Father's Day? 
My husband, 36-year-old male, and I, 33-year-old female, have been married for 8 years and have 3 kids, 5, 3, and a 1-month-old infant. I currently am still recovering from my planned C-section and it's taking a lot longer than I'd hoped. I'm not on bed rest, but pretty darn close. Unless it's to go to the bathroom or changing or feeding my baby, I'm pretty much always sitting or laying down. I don't like it, but it's what my body needs to heal right now. Both my husband and I are still on paternity and maternity leave. Obviously, that pretty much means every other aspect of our lives falls on my husband right now. He's been doing a great job of taking care of the older kids and making sure everything in our lives is running as smoothly as it can given our circumstances. He's also great about taking care of the baby and giving me breaks as much as he can, but I can tell it's starting to wear on him mentally and physically. Neither of us is sleeping well and I swear, he looks like he's lost more weight than I have since the baby came. Due to me being pretty much immobile, I can't really go out of the house to do anything without assistance. I wasn't able to plan anything really fun for Father's Day. I did help the older kids make him cards and ordered some nice steaks to cook though. I felt bad because for Mother's Day, he bought me a 6 hour pregnancy spa treatment and took the older kids out of the house all day so I could have peace. But on the morning of Father's Day, I was feeling worse than usual as I had to strain myself the day before to pick up something off the floor and I aggravated my incision. So I was laid up all day. Again, this meant my husband had to do literally everything that day. By the time he got the older kids to bed, I could tell he was irritated and upset. I told him to try to relax for a bit, but then the baby started fussing and he jumped up off the couch, grabbed a pillow and screamed into it. I tried to calm him down, but he just kept freaking out about how he's at his wit's end and he needs a break and that I couldn't even find a way to give him a single hour of quiet on Father's Day. I started crying and he just looked at me and walked away to take care of the baby without saying anything. After he took care of the baby, he came back to me and apologized, but he said he needs a break and he's going to talk to the family about taking the older kids for a week or so and that he's just disappointed that his father's day was spent running around doing everything for everyone else. He didn't even get to cook his steaks. He ate cold pizza for dinner. I asked him what I was supposed to do because it's not like I can move or leave the house. And he said I could have looked into a sitter for the kids or made them sit with me and watch a movie for an hour so he could have just a sliver of time for himself. He said he feels like his needs are at the bottom of the list and he just wanted to feel like he matters for one day. So I totally sympathize with OP for having a serious surgery like a C-section and really not being able to be mobile and get around and do stuff but I do agree that I think there was a kind of a low effort put into this situation. I mean, yeah, OP could have looked into a babysitter. OP could have, instead of ordering steaks for him to cook, ordered some fancy restaurant food that delivers. I mean, you can't just assume OP has family or friends who can come over and help watch the kids or take the kids for a day, but maybe that could have been a possibility as well. And then, when he's at his wit's end and he's clearly breaking down a bit, the go-to is just to try to tell him to relax? I'm not saying OP needs to go full therapist mode, but I think it's better to just like let him let it out and try to be there for them however you can. This next story is, am I the jerk for bringing my special needs son to my sister's wedding? My wife and I, 33, were invited to my sister's wedding. She had a rule about no children under the age of 10. My wife and I have a son who's 13, but also is special needs and developmentally behind. He's in a wheelchair and fully disabled. We do everything for him. 
He can hold sentences with you and he does enjoy things, but has a mind of a much younger child. We brought him along to my sister's wedding. During the wedding, our son began to get a little restless, in which we gave him his headphones and iPad, which calmed him. At reception, my sister pulled me aside and asked why I'd ignored her rule about children. I said I didn't, and that he was old enough to attend. She then said that the point of it was for noise disruptions, then pointed out both her children missed her wedding because of their age. I told her that was her choice, and our son only acted out once, which we reacted quickly, and he was silent the rest of the time. She was upset still and said we reacted by giving him an iPad and how that was extremely rude of him to be on his iPad during her wedding. I told her if she didn't want our son coming, she should have told us directly because how are we supposed to assume? She got upset and went and complained to our mom, saying how we made her angry on our special day. Am I the jerk? I'm gonna go with probably a bit of both sides here. Just because the sister obviously should have been more clear about OP's son not really being invited. But at the same time, I think common sense was kind of ignored by OP and their partner when bringing somebody that probably doesn't actually care about the wedding and most likely would not have made it through a multi-hour procedure without causing some kind of fuss or disruption. This next story is, am I the jerk for forcing my stepdaughter to cut her hair? I, 31, met my husband, 34-year-old male, 8 years ago, and we've been married for 6. He has an 11-year-old daughter from a previous relationship. I work from home, so I mainly end up taking care of her. I have since she was young. We have a generally good relationship. She stays at her mother's most weekends. She has incredibly long, blonde, wavy hair just past her bottom. It's a nightmare to take care of. It frequently tangles and she always needs help brushing and styling it before school. I'm not a morning person and I don't like having to wake up as early to do a kid's hair. It's expensive to maintain as she requires more products. She insists on using hair oils which can cost around $11 and only lasts a few weeks. She also insists she has to use curly hair shampoo instead of regular shampoo and conditioner, which is often over $10 per bottle. And she goes through it at a fast rate. She won't use a regular brush on it as she insists it breaks her hair and hurts. So she uses a wide tooth comb which takes a long time to brush when she should be doing other more productive things such as homework or helping me with chores. I decided she had become obsessed with her hair and I didn't want her to become vain so I decided it needs to be cut. I don't see it as a big deal as I've always had shoulder length hair as my hair doesn't grow very fast and I get frequent trims. It's a lot more practical. I took her to the hairdressers as normal. In the car on the way down, she said she wants to make sure the hairdresser doesn't cut too much. I politely explained that I would like her to cut her hair to shoulder length as it has become a burden. At first, she thought I was joking, but when she realized, she started to cry. When we got to the salon, the hairdresser was reluctant to cut her hair due to her tears, but I explained the trouble we have maintaining it and assured cutting it would be the best for her. In the end, the stylist agreed and cut her hair. The stylist braided her hair and then cut it. She kept it. Her hair was now just past shoulder length and looked a lot darker. The car journey home was silent. I offered her McDonald's, but she refused. She went straight to her room when we got back. My husband went up to see her when he got home and apparently found her on her bed sobbing holding her old hair. My husband immediately called her mother to come and collect her and as soon as my stepdaughter was out the door, he started yelling. Her mother also came in and gave me a mouthful. I explained my reasoning, but my husband wouldn't budge. 
He said if I had an issue, he would have did her hair in the mornings and that he didn't mind paying for the products. He was so furious, he said he no longer trusts me around his daughter and doesn't know if he can be with a woman who he doesn't trust with her. This broke my heart. I didn't mean her any harm. I was just so tired and I'm trying to reduce stress. I've always been the one to raise her and her brother and I'm just exhausted. Am I the jerk? 100% OP is a huge jerk. And not only did this kill a lot of trust OP had from their partner, I think this has the potential to really mess up their stepdaughter for quite a while as far as bodily autonomy. Let alone the fact that OP went and did this without even talking it through with her actual parents. You didn't even give them the chance to try to fix the situation that's been so stressful and exhausting. This is one of the rare stories on this sub that genuinely pisses me off. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling her freaking difficult? Long story short, my wife and I were evicted two months ago after the landlord sold the property. Given that my wife is a minimalist, we were able to rent out the smallest storage locker and fit everything inside, with the exception of one item, her recliner. We stored it over to my mom's house. We're currently living with my sister while putting in home applications and house searching. It's been a bit stressful because my wife is not a dog person at all, and there are four pretty untrained dogs here, Aussie Shepherds, who shed like there's no tomorrow. My sister and her husband aren't exactly on top of cleanliness either, so there's piles of dog hair in the corners of the home that you could probably make a full rug out of. Well, my mom said I need to move the recliner somewhere because she needs to store some of her own items and doesn't have room. I told her I'd come grab it tomorrow. I came home and told my wife about it, and my sister suggested I bring the recliner there and just stick it in the living room. My wife said no, she was going to find storage for it. My sister didn't push the issue, but we don't have anywhere else to store it either. I told my wife later, when we were alone, that we didn't have anywhere else to store it, and she said she would have to figure it out because her recliner is definitely not coming here. When I asked why, she said, I'm not having my one piece of furniture destroyed by a bunch of disgusting dogs. I want the recliner and if I bring it here, it's staying here. I'm not willing to do that. I told her at this point she's being difficult because I need to move that chair and don't really have time for her to figure it out. She raised her voice at this point and said, Do whatever the freak you want then. I already have nothing but sure. Ruin my one freaking thing that I actually kept. She's still pissed at me right now. Am I the jerk? I really can't blame her for not wanting her recliner to be exposed to all those dogs. I mean, I'm a dog lover, I love dogs. I accept that all of my furniture is going to be eviscerated with dog hair, going to need some maintenance because the dogs are around it or on top of it. I can't blame her for not wanting that for her furniture that she cherishes. Also, four untrained Australian Shepherds. I have an Australian Shepherd. They are one of the most active and athletic herding dogs you can possibly have. Their life's goal is to be on the move having a job to do. So if those untrained dogs don't have anything to do, they're going to make quite a mess. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to print out some forms for my stepdaughter? Stepdaughter is 17 and I don't have a relationship nor any form of interaction for the last two years. I used to be friendly to her and her two siblings, helping here and there with what they needed, shopping, pick up and drop off to different activities. Plus, I was also doing all the cooking, cleaning, entertaining, organizing trips and activities for all. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But no matter how nice or helpful I was to her, I always felt rejected. Initially, I thought it was normal and it was a matter of time for her to open up to me. Her other two siblings were simply cordial, which is fine to me. Four years passed by and things got worse. She was only acknowledging me whenever she needed something. Other than that, I was made to feel like an object. No hello, goodbye, not even looking at me. We could both be in the same room and she'd just pass by me as if I was part of the decor. She was always wearing her AirPods around me and she was never helpful around the house. Neither her siblings. I got tired of feeling used and rejected, so I stopped doing anything with and for her. Husband was not happy at all. We had so many fights and arguments about it, but I stood my ground. After two years of having peace of mind by not acknowledging one another, husband is out of town texting me that his daughter wants to know if she can email me some forms to print out and give them to her. Not only did I say no, but I also pointed out how ballsy she was for requesting my help considering our situation. Also got mad at my husband for entertaining her request, knowing how bad things are among us. Acknowledging me only when she needs my free services was one of the many reasons I wanted nothing to do with her. I had a big fight with my husband over the phone. He's beyond upset at me and finds me petty. Stepdaughter lives with her mom a couple of blocks away from us. She has an older half-brother that also lives in the neighborhood. They get along very well. Her mom has lots of friends and extended family, so clearly I'm not the only resource she has. The task wasn't going to take lots of my time and effort. Even though it was requested at 10pm, I could have printed it out and left it on the front porch for her to pick up in the morning. So am I the jerk for not helping the stepdaughter with her simple request? I just can't really blame OP for feeling slighted in this situation. They try to be a helpful and kind and caring stepparent and no matter what they did, they were treated like the artwork on the wall. So when you finally hear from them after two years, just to hear, hey can you help me out with something? I think it's only natural for your reaction to be, why are you even trying to get something from me? This next story is, am I the jerk for siding with my sister and niece? My sister, 45-year-old female, and her daughter, 12, came to stay with me and my wife, both 28, and our kids, 10-year-old female and 6-year-old male, following my sister's divorce. My niece's bio dad has never been present and my sister's ex-husband wants nothing to do with her, despite raising her. Due to this, my sister is severely depressed, and my niece has been acting out. My sister honestly cannot handle it, and it's made her spiral further. She sleeps a lot. Both my niece and her are now in therapy. My niece's friend came over three nights ago and hasn't left yet. Since this girl arrived, both my daughter and my niece haven't been very nice to my son, purposely making sure he isn't included, to a point of making comments to him for something simple, like him going to the living room when they're watching a movie. They're taking girl time to the extreme, and they've been spoken to several times about it and I thought it was getting better. 
Well, I got home from work today and my wife was noticeably pissed. She says, choose what you want for dinner and go wake your sister the freak up because I'm not feeding her kid or her kid's freaking friend. Apparently about 30 minutes prior, the girls were being over the top mean to our son and it made my son rage out. I told my wife that I understood her frustration and I'm there to help her now. She said through gritted teeth without looking at me and gripping the sink to a point of white knuckles, go wake up your sister because I'm not freaking feeding her kid and her kid's freaking friend. I'm done. Sister hears and comes down and gets into it with my wife about her lack of empathy for denying kids food, and I agreed with my sister. I understand this is hard, and that the girls are being jerks, but don't deny a child food. She told us all to get out, technically her house, and that I had better never darken her doorstep again. My sister and niece were very triggered by my wife, and were both crying profusely. Am I the jerk? This isn't even really about the food, this is about how they're treating your son, who's 6 years old. Does OP not care about the way their 6 year old son is being treated here? It's not about whether or not OP's partner wants to make flapjacks for them, it's about them tormenting your 6 year old kid in their own house. OP doesn't even seem to, like, realize what's going on. And also, it's not your obligation to feed her kids. If anybody denies them food, it would be the sister. Our next story is, am I the jerk for having a surprise wedding at mine and my husband's engagement party? Background, my father, 66 year old male, suddenly passed away in February. It's been a big shock and adjustment for everyone. My now husband, 35 year old male, proposed on my 33 year old female birthday in March. He'd already talked to my mom and dad about it. I'm not a fan of big parties. So husband and I plan to do a small celebration for our engagement have a nice meal at a fancy hotel, everyone can dress up. The more we planned and the more we talked about it, we thought it would be fun to just get married. We had been together for coming up to 10 years, neither of us wanted a big wedding, so we thought a small surprise wedding would suit us. Especially with my dad passing away, I didn't want a traditional big white wedding. We invited 10 people, my mom, sister and her partner, his mom, dad, brother, his partner and daughter. We also invited our best friends, who are also in a relationship. All goes to plan, everyone arrives. They're escorted into our reserved room where they see a sign saying, Welcome to the wedding of husband and OP. Everyone is surprised. Our officiant gets people in places. Husband and I walk in together. We get married. Both moms sign the marriage certificate. We go for our sit-down meal. Everyone seemed happy at the time. People were laughing, saying they should have expected it. We had a photographer there to catch their reaction, ceremony, and posed pictures after. We went away locally for a small honeymoon. When we'd gotten back, both my mom and his mom have pulled us aside separately to say they were disappointed in us. That we had taken away their opportunity to be with us when we chose a venue, did wedding planning stuff. They're both upset that they never came wedding dress shopping with me, which I ironically didn't even do. I bought an emerald green 1950s bodycon pencil dress online. It was the first and only dress I tried on. Am I the jerk for taking away everyone's chances to be involved with the wedding? 100% do not let them put you down for having the wedding that you wanted. 
literally so much shame on them for pulling you aside and saying, hey, we're personally upset with you guys for not making your wedding about us. Literally such a shameful thing. They should be said to their faces how shameful that is that they're trying to instill you with some kind of guilt for having the wedding you wanted and not trying to plan around them for your wedding. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not helping my cousin return my present? I, 19-year-old female, recently attended my cousin Judy's, 18-year-old female, birthday party. I bought her a purse from one of her favorite brands, and she was pleased when she opened it at the party. Family tradition to open the presents toward the end of the party, so the giver could see how happy they made the birthday person. A couple days ago, I ran into Judy at the supermarket. Judy asked me if I still had the receipt of the purse. I said no. She then asked me if I could find the time to go with her to the mall. I asked what was going on, and she said the birthday gift from her cousin from the other side who lived in another city just arrived, and it was exactly the same purse I bought her. She thought she could exchange my purse for something else, since she doesn't need the two of the same thing, so she either needs the receipt or my credit card to return the purse. I admitted that I was a little upset. I wasn't particularly close to Judy because her parents moved around a lot until a few years ago but I put time and effort into getting her this purse. I told Judy I'm busy and don't plan on going to the mall anytime soon. I then walked away. Judy followed me and asked why I was being petty and mean when she was just being practical, but I paid for my things and left the supermarket. Am I the jerk? While it may very well be possible that she's lying about the cousin getting the same purse, either way, I'm going to be honest, if somebody does want to return a gift, you should try and help them out with it. It may not personally make you feel the best. I mean, I can't lie. If I was an OP situation, I would feel disappointed because I'd feel like a bad gift giver or worry that I was, but I would still help them out. OP definitely looks like the jerk here. This next story is, am I the jerk for not standing up for my daughter when she got dress coded at camp? I'm sending my kids to outdoors camp. It's been a great time for everyone. My daughter Rebecca, 15, is pretty rebellious with clothes. She hears a rule and will go out of her way to break it or try to get around it. It has caused so many problems before. Now, the camp has you do activities like rock climbing or canoeing. The dress code is basically workout clothes, nothing with strings or loose fabric that can get caught. Now, my daughter was wearing leggings and a runner shirt before I dropped her off. She snuck in a dress and changed into it at camp. Well, that was a no-go and they made her change back to her workout clothes or she couldn't do the activities. They also sent me a note saying we have other things to do and if it happens again, she will be asked not to return. I agree with them 100%, but she's been going on about how they can't police her clothes and my husband and daughter thinks I'm a jerk for not fighting the camp on the dress code. She picked out the camp. I get a catalog about the summer camps and the kids pick what they want to do. Thank you to a suggestion. I sent my husband a video of rock climbing in a dress. This should make it really clear why she can't do that. Good news, he gets it now and gave an apology. We're going to talk about this and find a solution. Got off a call with the camp. They gave a shop that has stuff that will be fine. Their dresses are more bodysuits, but it might work for her. They also suggested those one-piece workout suits. Going to do a shopping with her tonight. Hopefully she'll like them. I did send a picture to ask if she likes it, so hopefully. Thank you for everyone's advice. Ugh, nothing. She liked nothing. I put my foot down and told her that she'll wear workout clothes or she won't go anymore. She wants to go, so unhappily she picked out an outfit that was good enough. 
We had the talk again about safety and husband on my side helped. I'm tired. I'm taking a nap. I'm just wondering, is it really all about fashion or maybe could she also just be uncomfortable with wearing workout type clothing? Maybe that's reading too far into it, but but it could be a contribution to why they're so reluctant to pick something out. This next story is, am I the jerk for expecting to meet my grandchild? My 42 son, Jay, 18, is having a baby with his girlfriend, Kate, 18. I will be honest in saying, I don't think they're ready for this. They've been together for less than a year, but she's due in July. Obviously, I know that things happen, so we're doing our best to embrace it. I'm excited to meet this new little person. Anyways, Kate's family is uninvolved. They honestly weren't great parents to begin with, but when they found out, they kicked their pregnant 17-year-old to the streets. My son and her were living with me until two weeks ago when they got their first apartment. I'm extremely proud of them. We had a room set up for the baby, but since they got their own place, I let them take all the baby items I purchased. I mean a fully furnished nursery, and then of course everything from the shower. That baby isn't going to be wanting for too much. Well, the baby is breech. They have tried everything to get that baby to turn, but nothing. So they have a C-section scheduled for July 3rd, assuming the baby doesn't flip or she goes into labor. I requested this day off of work and then asked my son and Kate if they'd like me to pick them up or if they plan to have my son drive them. My son was confused and told me that he would drive them. Why would I drive them? I told him I was just offering and told him I'd be in the waiting room waiting for her to get out of surgery. Then Kate jumped in and said they weren't having any visitors at the hospital. She said she needed time to heal and they wanted to bond with the baby. She said it would just be the two of them and her sister. I'll admit I was pretty taken aback. I mean, I feel like as the grandparent, I'm closer than the aunt, but whatever. I said okay because I didn't want to fight and said I would be waiting at their house. Kate jumped back in and said the only visitor they would be having was her older sister. She said she would be in pain, bleeding, and trying to breastfeed, and she wanted privacy to do that. She also said that I never got my Tdap booster, which I don't need as I had it maybe 5 years ago when I had to go to the ER for a cut. So I couldn't come until the baby had its first shots or I got the shot. I pointed out to her if she didn't have a vaginal birth that she wouldn't be bleeding and it would just be a surgery recovery and she could just stay in the bedroom and relax and my son could bring her the baby when it's hungry. She told me that nobody was taking her newborn from her. Lots of other things were said and I feel extremely taken advantage of. I sheltered and provided for her and my son and I didn't have to. Plus, I gifted them a lot. I now see a lot of other narc tendencies from her and I feel like it's World War 3 with my poor boy caught in the middle. I don't feel like a jerk, but she and my son are saying I am. Am I the jerk? Edited to add, I'm a man. So in this situation, I think it's very fair for somebody who's going through an intense situation like childbirth regardless of method of delivery, to want to have a while where it's just them, I'm assuming one of the closest people in the world to them and their older sister, and their partner for a while. I'm sure to a lot of people it's a very foreign concept to have some alone time for a while, but especially after getting c-section surgery where you have major muscles cut open, spread apart, and you have the baby pulled from you, Yeah, that's a lot to go through and you're definitely going to be in pain for a while. To me, it was particularly disappointing to see OP try to downplay C-section versus a regular childbirth. 
But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.